Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Today's episode is all about mindset for content creators. Whether you have a small business or you create and share content online, I want to talk about some of the mindset blocks and limiting beliefs that often cause us to self-sabotage and how to work through some of these mental blocks. I have dealt with a lot of these limiting beliefs myself, so know that if you relate to any of these, you are not alone. These are struggles many content creators and small business owners struggle with on a daily basis, okay? So let's just jump into it. All right, so number one, I want to talk a little bit about seeing a decrease in your numbers, okay? So as a creative and business owner, one of the most common mindset blocks we see comes from a decrease in our numbers. It can be so frustrating to see our numbers go up and down, whether it be social media followers, website traffic, or sales. And those numbers are always stressing us out. But here's the thing. It is more than normal for numbers to go up and down. If there is one thing I learned from content creation and selling my own products and services is that there are busy seasons and there are quiet seasons. There are busy days and there are quiet days. Sometimes you'll have a really amazing year and other times you may have a trying year. This journey is a never-ending up and down ride. Your analytics are going to go up and down all the time no matter what platform you are using. Usually for many reasons, whether it be because, you know, one day your audience is more active than the next day, whether it's seasonal traffic or whether content you created goes viral one week and then all of a sudden drops back down the next. It's all normal. Don't let the numbers distract you. It doesn't mean that you are failing and it doesn't always mean a strategy is not working. The thing about marketing is that we are always tweaking our strategy, constantly making adjustments when we figure out what is working and what isn't. Not to mention, you know, the algorithms are always changing and unfortunately we need to adjust our strategy when these changes occur. But when it comes to marketing, I've started implementing what I've learned about law of attraction and manifesting into my strategy. When it comes to the law of attraction and manifesting, you don't want to create resistance because resistance is what blocks you from manifesting. So when you see your numbers begin to decrease and you start to panic and stress and freak out, this actually creates an energy of resistance. You are now slipping into this, what I like to call survival mode mentality. Suddenly you're like, oh no, like how am I going to make that $3,000 in sales goal this month? And you know, when my numbers are down by this much, there's only one more week left, like how am I going to make it? I'm not going to make it. And then you start to panic and, you know, chaos and stress. These are all low vibrational energies. And we also tend to attract what we focus on. So instead, we want to flip this. We want to ground our energy and come from a place where fear and stress isn't overtaking our mindset and body. Believing that the sales are going to come, the traffic will come back. And even if it doesn't 
you know, you will be okay. Everything is going to work out. And you want to know what else creates resistance? Constantly tracking our numbers. Trust me, I know it's really hard not to want to check our analytics and sales daily, but this actually causes resistance. Do you realize that when you aren't stressing over the traffic or sales coming in and you are just living in flow, they tend to just come in more frequently? Or when all of a sudden, you know, your sales are going up and you start to feel really good about it and you're like, oh my goodness, I feel so grateful for this, you know, getting all these extra sales this month and then it continues to rise, but it's not going to be like that consistently. So when all of a sudden you do have a day that's down, you don't want to come from a place of lack. You don't want to focus on the lack of sales, right? Because as soon as, you know, there's a dip and you start to stress, now this is where, you know, it can continue to keep going down if you're focused on that lack. When we have enough, we tend to not stress and usually that energy brings in more. But it's in those moments where all of a sudden we feel like we don't have enough and we start to stress about when more is going to come and this creates that lack. When you are focusing on what you lack, you are only going to attract more of it because we attract what we focus on. So what if instead of focusing on what you're lacking in your numbers, you focus on what you do have coming in? Even if one day you have 100 sales and then the next day you have 50 Instead of thinking, wow, you know, I don't have that extra 50 sales today. I went down 50 by 50 sales, you know, instead think, wow, I got 50 sales today and I am so grateful for that. Let's see what I can tweak moving forward to continue the momentum. When you feel yourself moving back to a lack mentality, this is when you need to try to check yourself. And I could say a lot more about this, but I want to move on to the next point. So number two, a lack of instant gratification. Let's face it, we live in a world of instant gratification, so when we don't see the results that we want instantly, we start to feel a little bit defeated, especially as creatives and business owners. We also often attach ourselves to the outcome, which almost always ends with disappointment. Things like, I am going to aim for 2,000 new followers this month, and then you hold on to that outcome and attach yourself to this outcome. So when the month is up and you did not reach that goal, you tend to feel defeated. And when it comes to setting goals and wanting results, we need to actually detach from the outcome. That's how manifesting works. When we attach the outcome, we cause resistance. Don't let the outcome determine your happiness. Don't let the outcome determine your worth. And don't let the outcome determine how proud you are of your hard work. Because the truth is, if you put in the effort and you get no new followers that month, you should be proud regardless because you tried and you put in the work and that's what truly matters. Creating and growing your business and online presence takes time. It's not going to always give you overnight results. It may not even give you the results you want within a year. Being a content creator taught me patience. Patience and dedication is what will take you all of the way. And like I always say, show up daily as the person who already has these goals achieved. If you want to grow by 2,000 followers, show up feeling as if you already have that audience. Don't focus on the fact that you don't have that audience yet because again, that's lack and the lack mindsets is what we are trying to move away from. When you focus on the fact that you don't have followers, then this is you focusing on lack, therefore creating more lack into existence. All right, so now number three, 
losing sight of authenticity. And I know when I say this, it can sound like a bad thing because of course we want to show up as authentic as possible as a content creator, but it's actually so easy to lose sight of our authenticity. And this usually happens when we forget why we started creating content in the first place. When we start to put too much focus on the numbers, when we start to let the opinions of others get to our head, and when we choose to create content for our audience and let go of creating content that we actually enjoy especially when there is a lot of marketing content out there that pushes us to make the focus about our audience and pushes us to analyze the crap out of our content in order to reach our numbers and goals. I get that. I do because yes, you should be creating valuable content that your audience wants, but there needs to be a balance. If you are putting out content that your audience wants, but that you don't enjoy, you are going to burn yourself out. You are going to lose your drive to create content because content creation is going to start feeling like a chore. When I first started creating content, it wasn't because I was focused on the income or how many views I was getting. I started because I wanted to share my experiences, have an outlet for my creative passions, and because I enjoyed writing. But when the content took off, I started to shift my focus and I started to care way too much about what I thought people wanted from me rather than asking myself, do I actually enjoy creating the content I'm creating? You need a balance. So now I only create content that lights me up inside, content that makes me excited to create. It's that spark and passion that I needed back and through taking that break away from my second blog, I was able to ask myself the hard questions and figure out what mindset shifts I needed to make in order to create content I enjoyed again. And you don't have to feel guilty about that either. Some of the questions I asked myself were, do I enjoy creating the content I am creating? What limiting beliefs do I have when it comes to content creation? And what kind of content lights me up inside and makes me feel excited to create? These questions can help you find your voice again because it's so easy to lose it at times and that's okay, but you want to find that passion again. And what I mean by what limiting beliefs do I have when it comes to content creation, you can figure this out by simply just asking yourself, why am I not creating the content I enjoy creating? Perhaps you believe you will lose your audience. Perhaps you believe that you won't be able to attract an audience because no one will be interested in the kind of content that you want to create. Maybe you believe that you won't be able to monetize that kind of content. These are all the limiting beliefs that are actually holding you back but you can flip the scripts. You just have to first figure out why you aren't creating the content that you enjoy and go from there. All right, number four, let's talk about burnout, okay? Because the burnout is real as a content creator and business owner. In fact, burnout is real no matter who you are. It is so easy to burn ourselves out. Sometimes we just wanna take it all on and before we know it, we have no more room left on our plate. It's okay to say no. It's okay to cut back on how many times you publish a new post. It's okay if you can't say yes to every client that comes your way. It's okay if one week you can only push out half the content, you know, like half the amount of content that you can, that you pushed out the week before. (laughs) 
okay? And one of the most beneficial investments that you can make as a business owner and content creator is actually outsourcing. This can help you free up your time while still getting the tedious tasks done. Just make sure you are being reasonable with your time, okay? And let go of also people-pleasing tendencies because I know we want to please everyone and make everyone happy, but if you're sacrificing your mental health because of this, you need to switch that mindset and switch that focus and let go of people-pleasing tendencies because you're only going to create high-quality content when you are filling up your own cup. If you don't have anything to give and your cup is empty, you know, the content that you put out is probably not going to be the best content it can be. And on top of that, you're just going to be stressing yourself out, making yourself feel burnt out and defeated and tired all the time. And it's just so easy to get lost in our our work that we aren't giving ourselves enough time to take care of our own mental health and well-being and it's just so important to prioritize that as a content creator. All right, so number five, comparison, okay? Let's face it, it's really hard to not compare content to other content creators, especially when there's a lot of content out there that, you know, talks about results and income. The important thing to remember is that your journey is uniquely yours. There is no one out there who is going to have the exact same journey as you. So you have to let go of the need to compare where you are at to those around you. There are so many different variables that come into play when it comes to how someone got to where they are. Comparing can lead to self-doubt. Instead, we need to shift that mindset. When you see others succeeding, use that as motivation and inspiration because if they can make it happen, so can you. And here's the thing. I truly believe that we create our reality. We can create experiences into existence through our mind. Every experience you go through is created by you. So when you start to see others around you succeeding at something that you have been wanting to achieve, It's usually because you are so focused on achieving that experience that you are starting to attract and create these experiences happening all around you. This is a huge indication that your turn is very, very soon. Don't let feelings of frustration, jealousy, anger, and whatever else sabotage your journey. Number six, imposter syndrome. I see so many content creators struggle with this you know, they start doubting their work, and usually this stems from a lack of confidence. Figuring out where this mindset stems from and then rewiring those limiting beliefs and self-doubts can be a huge game changer. Maybe you've been rejected in childhood, which causes a self-doubt wound. Perhaps you had your work constantly criticized by others, or, you know, people were always making you second-guess yourself, making it feel like you didn't, you couldn't trust your intuition. If you have feelings of self-doubt and feeling like an imposter when you create your work, chances are there is a disconnect between you and your self-trust. Building trust within your is going to be so important for overcoming imposter syndrome. And learning to trust in yourself and knowing that you are in fact an incredible creator regardless of those self-sabotaging thoughts that try to get in your way is going to be helpful. So there's many different ways that you can build up trust within yourself. First, let go of the need for external validation. Instead of looking for validation from others, give that validation to yourself. Know that you don't need someone else to tell you that your content is worthy in order for it to be worthy. Two, don't ask for opinions on if you should do something. Instead, just do what you think you should do. If you want to create a new blog post, do it. 
and publish it without asking someone else if you should do it or not. If you want to start an online business, just start it and don't ask someone if it's the right choice. Three, always go with your gut feeling, that feeling you get when you just have this knowing of what the answer is. The first answer you get is usually the right one. Follow that intuition. All right, and now number seven, opinions of others. This kind of ties into the last point I mentioned. It's so hard to ignore the opinions and judgments of others. Trust me, last year, I personally let judgment from others get in my head. But what I've learned is that I know what I am capable of. I know that the content I create is valuable content and I know that I put a lot of hard work into creating content. Why should I let an external opinion affect me? You know, usually judgments that others have about your content is just a reflection of them and how they feel internally. Our opinions are really just a reflection of our belief system. Like, for example, if someone came and looked at my content and thought, you know, that I didn't appear as professionally because I don't stick to a set routine where I post content on a specific set of days and I have a really laid back personal approach and I do things in my own way rather than following the set instructions that a lot of marketing bloggers give and then I teach this to others, you know, well, then that's a reflection of their beliefs because they believe that the way that I do things is not right because they do things differently and they believe that their way is right. They believe that in order to be seen as someone who is a professional in this niche, you need to follow a set structured way of blogging and you have to have a set schedule and whatever else. Okay, but this is just not my belief. I believe that if you want something bad enough and you show up authentically as a creator, you can be successful and attract the right people who are meant to find your content. And now this is just an example, right? So at the end of the day, why do I care how they view my content? They aren't my ideal audience anyway. And so I kind of play this game with myself, I guess you could say. (laughs) Essentially, I create this mindset that every person I come into contact with is a reflection of my consciousness. So if I come across someone who is unfairly judging me, I take a step back and I ask myself, why am I being hard on myself about my content right now? When this happened to me over a year ago, I hadn't been on my healing journey yet and I didn't view these situations this way. But looking back, what I realized was that I got triggered by their comments about my work because I had so much doubt in myself. Their comments reflected my lack of confidence back to me. Their comments also triggered me to realize that I was no longer in alignment with my content at that time. I needed to reevaluate what content I really wanted to create and ultimately it all led me to you know, have my break from Boss Girl Bloggers content, but that break also led me to my healing and spiritual journey, and I'm so, so grateful for that. So truly, everything happens for a reason, and when I look at the interactions I have with others as a reflection of my own consciousness, I don't take the haters to heart as much. I picture them as just a blimp of my imagination, a blimp of my consciousness, and This also helps me, you know, treat others with compassion because why would I want to treat a reflection of myself with hate and criticism and judgment, right? So when I see someone and somehow I get triggered, instead of fighting back and being angry and being mean and being rude to them, I'm like, you know what? No, like you're a reflection of my consciousness right now. You're a part of me. We're all one. And I know this sounds really spiritual and whatnot, but 
it helps me to show more compassion with others and not take things to heart. And now, like I said, I'm not saying that the interactions I have with others aren't real and that these people aren't human and I still know that they are real people, but I'm a big believer in the fact that we subconsciously create the experiences we go through in order to learn lessons, emotions, and trigger those unhealed wounds. And I truly just try to look at us as a whole here. We are all one, right? And that's where my spirituality comes into my content creation and, you know, navigating this whole content creating business owner life. And as you start to build up your confidence, do that inner work and change your mindset, you will see a huge shift in your reality. So at the end of the day, people are going to love your content and people are going to judge your content. But why let a handful of haters overpower the love you will and do receive? Because the truth is, if you put your hater or a couple of haters in a room with all of your supporters, I promise the supporters would be way louder than the haters, to the point where you wouldn't even notice them hating. Just mute those voices that are trying to distract you from your passion. Why let the little bit of hate crush you? Look for the love. Alright, so anyway, I really hope that this helped in some way. I know what it's like to just feel defeated. We all have our tough seasons, but I am rooting for you. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out and follow my other social media platforms at LDuclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I'm sending you lots of love. Until next time.